Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom Project Director and Founder Carl Mollison. Today's episode is Creator Reveals Humanity's Ultimate Destiny. This is a topic of great interest, at least it should be. Carl, we got an awful lot to cover, so we're going to jump right into it. U.S. Source Creator, can you help us understand the purpose of human beings as a part of creation? Yes, and this, this is one of the advantages of being able to talk directly with the Almighty, that we can ask about things people have pondered over the centuries and not really known the answers. So this is how Creator speaks to this question. Why are we here? As you have been told and have seen, there are many, many, many civilizations of beings you would consider advanced who resemble you quite closely in many cases, both in the way you think and operate, but even look and conduct yourselves and live your lives. You are an interesting variation in the grand design because you have been given more freedom than beings ever before have been allowed. And this has been true of the galaxy you reside within. And the purpose for this was to keep it local And so any difficulties you generate would be automatically contained by proximity and risk would lessen for the surrounding universe as you perceive it. The great freedom and latitude has with it great responsibility. And as you are having unfold in this discussion, there are many scenarios and potential consequences in having such a broad array of choices and in some ways temptations available. And so there's been a corruption in thinking in some areas and in some groups of individuals that has caused a negative path to begin. And this leads for a time, and in some cases a considerable time, of worsening. This inevitably will swing back the other way when light is allowed to once again prevail and there can be a period of relief and eventual rescue from the consequences of being generated and the suffering that results. Your civilization is quite highly prized as being pioneers in this quite extreme level of freedom compared to prior civilizations, even considering the entirety of the universe and interdimensional existence. So this experiment is of great value and great uniqueness, and this is the reason why there is such intense interest throughout the galaxy and throughout the universe as well as you have been shown. This is not an ordinary circumstance in any way, but rather a grand test of the reworking of things to cause much greater expansion. You are in the vanguard as a species, and you personally are a leader in the vanguard, as are many others, who can surface and breathe the clear air and share the divine light and the awareness of their origins and the path before them needed to assist their fellows. This is the purpose. It is a grand purpose and a magnificent purpose that will stand for all of time as a turning point in destiny for all living things. Those are indeed the stakes in the game, so to speak, and what the potential rewards represent. 
Things could not be more magnificent in their potential. And we are saying this as encouragement for you to know that even though you find yourself in a strange land and strange circumstances, it is for high purpose. And there is a divine plan unfolding to which you can make major contributions. And all those who follow you and read these words can do the same. You know, that is nothing less than a shocking revelation that we are on the vanguard of a, of a truly unique experiment. Yes, it, it is quite profound, and uh, Creator is not kidding about this. This isn't just kind of a false encouragement or happy talk meant in a vague way to think you're great and you're headed for greatness and so on, as many people might tell their children, well, you can be president one day, and even though they realize it may be a remote uh, possibility. And we think of the human lives as pretty mundane existence, if you think about it especially those who have gotten older and have kind of lived through many iterations and seen the generations coming up. And it's, it's much of the sameness. You know, you raise your kids, you go to work, you come home, you watch TV. And after a while, it gets kind of mundane and routine. You know, we're just animals. We have some intelligence most of the other species don't have. But otherwise, we're animals. We're fragile. We don't live all that long. We have problems. And we tend to mess things up. But there's a much, much bigger enterprise going on here. So let's keep going here. So you ask Creator, is there a being that created you? Are there other source creators besides yourself? That's a very interesting question. Well, and it leads to some really interesting insights about our destiny. And that's why I wanted to share this channeling. It's a bit long, but there's lots of interesting stuff. So these are Creator's words. This is a large question with a large answer. So we will honor the integrity of the questioner with a high level truth here at the risk of shocking people or making them question us and the validity of this channeling. Source creator as your channeler calls us is in reference to the current universe. This is our charter, this is our domain, and this is our creation totally. There are many parallel universes as well that were devised by us and created by us. Beyond that, vast reach are other forms of existence and forms of life and other powerful creators like ourselves. And so there is a larger picture in which you're all aware, in which you all of all you are aware of is a small extension of the whole. So you are programming an interesting and important aspect of reality that this is a vast, vast expanse of possibility of which you've explored the minutest portion as an earthling. As a light being, you have had an interplay with much more of the universe than you think, as well as parallel dimensions. This in no way diminishes our importance or your importance in the grand scheme. At first glance, you might think, well, if creator is not the be-all and end-all of intelligence, wisdom, and power, one might appeal to an even greater source. This can be done, but we can also tell that any greater source you interact with will always defer to us for any practical outcome, because this is our creation in our domain. And it is no different than you being in charge of your life in the same way another person cannot come in and tell you how to build your house or what to buy and what to do with your free time. 
another creator will not intrude on us either. There can be times and situations for consultation, and that is something we do on a regular basis. Much as you commune with your sources of wisdom, perhaps higher self, perhaps your local spirit team of guides and guardians, or with creator as well. And we are always available to all. We are within each and every person, and the reality of existence for you is that you are a part of us. You are an extension of our energy. So you are a divine being already in your own right, but a part of us in that divinity and in the physical reality of your existence. This does not mean you lack power or autonomy, and as you see about you, it is quite clear the power and autonomy you enjoy. You are choosing at the moment to largely suffer because of it through choices that may have been made to stray from the divine path at times and to fall prey to false messages and false influence from spirits and other beings. This is within your control to undo. We have told you again and again, even within this short communication period, what is needed and how to go about it. So we are moving toward the same injunction and the same recommendation yet again. The way to tap into true power is to start with you yourself, to look within, to recognize your own divinity, but use that as the credential to come to your creator and request our assistance because you at the moment are being suppressed in the ability to use your true divine power. You lack that as a physical human. You yearn for it, but it is not within your reach currently because of the faulty organism you inhabit. The larger creator element that is there in the broad overarching structure of things, because this is a universe of possibilities, larger than the physical universe of which you are aware. And you're seeing parts within parts, within parts, within parts that go on and on. And what we want you to know about this first and foremost is to pay attention to the local level because it is more important than you realize. The part of the larger force of creator we represent in the same way is a part of the larger reality that you represent as an extension and your reach can grow. So what we are telling you is this is not a chain of diminishing or ever diminishing beings from the vast beyond all comprehension to the smaller, the smaller, the smaller yet, to the minute, the more minute, and so on, and with you at the very bottom. This is a flow and flux of creation that moves in both directions. The part that is created can grow to be larger than the creator. This happens all the time and has been our path personally. Your path can be the same. We are grooming you to be creators in your own right. You are already in a small way within a fairly localized reach. That is a training ground for much, much bigger things, things larger than you can dream at the present moment. It all depends on your ability to pass the tests you're given and to climb over the barriers you yourselves create from time to time and then must learn how to solve and overcome. You have the grandest of futures awaiting you and this insight we hope you will see as opportunity for you to shine. That is what we wish for you. This is our fondest 
wish for humanity? Would you not wish to raise a child who can lead the world to greater abundance, prosperity, and happiness, and well-being, and live enshrined for millennia for that contribution? This is our wish. We would love for you to surpass us. This is the true meaning of creation, not to create a legion of underlings, of slave-like beings for our entertainment. We do not enjoy seeing struggle or suffering, but it can make contribution to growth and wisdom in the understanding of energy and imbalance. These are the learnings you go through now that will serve you greatly for all of the future that awaits. How you navigate is everything. You can win or lose each and every day in some way or another. And the ultimate loss would be for the end of this divine undertaking, because the stage has been set for a greater expansion than has ever occurred. It is like the seed that can grow into a giant sequoia. Looking at the seed, you would never envision that possibility. But yet that is how all the great trees start out. You are yourselves like that tiny seed. Even with your intelligence and your divinity, you are still the smallest of seeds. But for something mighty, that is your potential. And it is for you to unleash. That is, uh, there's so much to comment on here. It's hard to to know where to pick stuff out. Um, The thing that jumped out to me is that we are credentialed. You know, we have a a pass hanging around our neck that says divinity on it. And that we can can use that to gain access and, and help from creator on everything that we're doing in life. Yes, and, and I, I know that very idea is triggering lots of people right now because they have been taught by their religion that humans are supplicants. We're unworthy. We're born in sin. We're coming from behind. We are flawed. We're faulty. We have to pray and worship and honor the Lord or we'll suffer, we'll be punished. And there's hell and damnation waiting for us if we stray a little too far off the path, according to all the rules and so on. And the very idea that you can even approach and talk to God directly is considered blasphemy in many quarters. And I would argue that is a corruption and it was done deliberately to keep people small and to think small and to be small. And what Creator is saying is, you are not small. I don't want you to be small. I want you to be big like me. And share the glory in expanding love and finding new ways to give and receive, express it, share it, and make things happen with that love energy. That's a lot to wrap your head around, for sure, for most people. You know, and yes, I agree that this is a corruption that that we are small and have to cower in front of the divine. Um, I, I, you know, if you're Christian in background, I think the story of the prodigal son is quite instructive on this point. You know, that we're allowed to take our inheritance and go squander it and, and learn in the process. Hopefully, gain some wisdom along the way and then return to open arms. You know, yeah. uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of insight in that. 
Well, and, and if you think about the world, it's all kind of on that path in various ways. Some do better than others by human standards, and some people have a pretty good life, and they are accomplished, and they have a lot of talents and skills. They apply themselves. They're responsible, conscientious, and they make something of their lives and, and can raise a family successfully and, and fit in and contribute to society in various ways. And others flounder and go under. And But everyone is very limited in what they can do. And that's the dilemma we're in right now in this diminished form. But the learning we get from from struggling and tackling the difficult things and even failing, yes, even failing, helps us grow because we understand better than anyone what it's like to fail because we're given full latitude to do it with. We don't have creator there to wipe our nose every other minute. And that is how the rest of the universe operates. They're sheltered. They are fully aware creator is there, but watching and interacting with them directly. And they follow very strict principles and, and rules. And they don't have the possibility of going far off track. And, and this is a different ball game we're in, and uh, we haven't done so well with it, but we've gotten lots of negative help. <laughs> well, you know, you, as you say, the rest of the universe is a little bit more coddled and sheltered than us. That's because failure is hard, as everybody knows, you know, and yeah. uh, so it takes, I think, a, a very special individual. You're, you're here for a reason, and the fact that you're failing is actually a salute to you in many ways because you've been given entry into a free will zone that is not the norm. And this is a grand experiment that you are a part of. Yes. And, and that is something to really think about. Yes. And, and even those among you struggling the most, the most disheartened and discouraged, you were courageous in coming here. And the fact you might not be at the moment is the consequence of taking on those huge burdens. So we understand it, and we talk with Creator about this a lot, because this is the standard human struggle, and it's not easy. And Creator understands and sympathizes, and we just need to work through it. We need to keep going. That's why we're here. We want to help everyone we can to cope with things and do it better and see the big picture and the rewards that are there for us if we prevail. And, you know, it's it's very satisfying, obviously, to have a lot of success in life. But, you know, in, in the studies I've done in this area throughout the years, it, it seems almost inversely proportional that the easier that success comes to you, you know, the less the less wisdom you probably accumulate. So if you're really struggling, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If, if you turn that around and see the opportunity that's there to really grow. That's, yeah. a, that's not that's an easy that's a hard thing to sell but unfortunately that that is the <laughs> that doesn't seem to be the reality well uh, we're coming up on a break carl any okay. last any quick thought before we go well keep with us we have much more to say about this and we're going to get even deeper and more clarity about the future all right and with that we'll be right back with the second segment Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. 
At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment. We're talking about humanity's ultimate destiny. Carl, we need to address the negative influences holding us back from making better progress and achieving the grand destiny envisioned by Creator. The karmic backlog of many lifetimes of unhealed trauma is, is a big challenge and a growing burden. The main reason we reincarnate is to be of service to human progress. No one is here who hasn't chosen to come here. The key is, are you making the most of the opportunity? That's the big question. Uh, and you, you talk about a visitor, um, you reference a visitor to our website who asked, and this is for Creator ultimately. If a soul does incarnate into extremely difficult circumstances, for example, a starving child in Africa, is this usually due to karmic repayment, or can it be due to the soul simply wanting to give the gift of allowing the expression of and drawing out of compassion from humanity? All right, and this is Creator's answer to this question. Indeed, it can be the latter as well as a consequence of personal challenge and difficulty not yet satisfied through the proper reworking and rebalancing of things on the fly, so to speak. There are many who take on such challenging lifetimes to plant seeds of greatness in their fellows and serve as examples of divine light and a source of inspiration through caring for others under the most trying of circumstances and pointing the way towards thinking of love and bringing more love and light into difficult circumstances. This is what divine agents do and often take grave personal risks of incurring further karmic insults requiring harsh penalties in the sense of a karmic burden to then work off in future incarnations simply for having volunteered to come in to help others. But this is what lightworkers do all the time. They take the risk of being wounded and having further personal difficulty in exchange for the opportunity to serve the light and be a divine agent for the good of all. There is no higher calling. And this too creates positive karma that will help in the rebalancing of things. It is more than likely a light being will choose to serve without reservation about the risks to self because this is the nature of the light being and the way they think. 
not to be foolhardy and reckless, to make sacrifices for no purpose or value, but to take personal risks because the gain to others, as well as themselves, can be so very great in winning the day under trying circumstances. That is quite a different matter. And this is how the divine realm views the ongoing contest, that the benefits to humanity so far outweigh the penalties and risks to their souls in the doing, that all who are in the light see things for the way they are, that the glorious future of humanity is worth any amount of human sacrifice to attain. You know, the thought that comes to my mind on on the reading of this in terms of doing a sacrifice of self is, uh, and it's kind of a, it's a, it's a gory example and it's kind of a negative one in the sense that it involves warfare, but you know, the soldier that throws himself on top of a grenade to save his compatriots, mm-hmm. that's a divine act. I don't care how you spin that, you know, you're, yes. you're, you're sacrificing yourself for the betterment of everybody else around you. And, yes. um, and, and so it's within us to do this. It's within yes. us to, to, to engage in that kind of activity. Yes, well, this is this is the inner divinity that we're speaking of in the Creator references, in talking about who humans truly are. This this is a, a a beautiful act to behold, the selfless giving, and even the sacrifice in in benefit to someone. I had a, a friend growing up who was in a, a terrible auto accident with his family as a, a young person. And he talked about what happened in that car as an oncoming vehicle swerved into their path and the collision was imminent at high speed on the highway at night. The mother twisted around in her seat and threw her body in front of the children to cushion their collision as the car smashed into the oncoming vehicle and saved their lives. This was this was before the seatbelt was mm. mandated in automobiles. So this is inherent in our being. We all have that within. We can be bigger than we think. And we are when we're in the light. <laughs> yeah. We come down here and it, we get kind of ground down. And uh, depending on where we land and how the family structure is, and you, you may never get a, a, a spiritual lesson in your youth. Well, it definitely underscores the fact that, um, you know, there is some powerful benefit to be attained from what could be seen as an act of suffering. Um, and it's, it's all part of the growth. It's all part of the wisdom that we're trying to accumulate in this grand experiment. Uh, Carl, let's move on to the next question here because time is running short as always. You ask creator, what can you tell us about the consequences for humanity of the ongoing contest we have with spirit meddlers and the dark extraterrestrial presence okay well here we go and this is very unpleasant but the world needs to know and part of our responsibility and obligation taking on this role and this opportunity to do an outreach on behalf of the light is to tell the truth about what we know is happening in the world and what matters what truly matters and this is what creator says Things are at a precarious point with the balance of power resting on three pillars, one being the shifting resolve of the extraterrestrial alliance members and how they view the future utility of maintaining humanity versus its termination. 
The second being the somewhat weakened resolve of humans to focus on their further enlightenment, which makes them more in alignment with annihilation than rescue. And then the third pillar being the divine realm, who remains steadfast in pursuing a full enlightenment of the divine human, but awaiting the outcome of what is chosen by all the stakeholders involved as it remains an experiment and a contest among the physical stakeholders to determine the future of each party and how they might interact with one another. Humans themselves have a critical role in their future beyond the mundane attendance to their creature comforts and economic stability and governmental efficiency and the diplomatic interaction with other nation states and so on. The wild card in the future of humanity lies with the extraterrestrial alliance and whether they can be the final determinant for a positive versus a negative outcome. The spirit meddlers cannot help themselves in promoting depravity for it is who they are, even though this is perilous in the end for them, because if they lose their physical hosts, they will perish as well. But they are not capable of seeing things in this way and recognizing alternatives to save themselves. This is why a human alone can apply reason and wisdom, if knowledgeable, about the true meaning of what is at stake and the facts at hand and the options available. We have been proposing again and again that all reach out to the divine light for support and continued help for all levels of human endeavor. This is the answer needed to strengthen the second of the three pillars and overwhelm the third pillar that is weakened and will continue to weaken with respect to helping humanity or hurting. The humans can change that if they desire it to happen, and the divine realm can make it so. It is simply a choice, but humans need to weigh in with their vote and do so consciously not necessarily with full understanding of the history and the details as we have outlined things with at least a broad brush, but truly wanting in their hearts to be partners with Creator in bringing love for all, to raise up humanity to ever greater heights. If enough humans do so, this will happen, and for all involved. Wow. You know, the thing is here, there's a lot that's being said, and it, the question of fate, you know, people think that fate is something that, that they question that. Is it locked in stone? And the, the the answer here is, of course, it is not. So our fate is really up to us, and there's a lot that can happen that's tremendously powerful, but that also implies the opposite. And so we're here to say that all these are on the table. There's a negative outcome that's pretty bad that could still manifest and we need to take some action to make sure that it does not. Yes. And so we, we've brought out the pieces of this in our prior programs, even with this radio, uh, uh, internet radio series, that there are dark spirits infesting most individuals and corrupting them from within, bringing in negativity. They in turn have corrupted other extraterrestrial beings, and there's a group of them here on our planet currently, and they are running the world from behind the scenes and running the governments as puppets 
to carry out their desires and wreaking havoc as much as they can to create folly of all kind, mistakes, delays, negation of positive endeavors, on and on. And this is what is causing all the turmoil and dissension and infighting and war. It is this combination of dark influences. So it's time to wake up and realize we have things to do. And I wanted to comment about the the New Age movement that is all about positivity and viewing great things coming. And they see, the psychics among them, do see this glorious potential future of ascension of humanity. And that part is correct, but they're not seeing the roadblocks in the way for what they are. And Creator has shared with us, we're not going to have that ascension unless we do healing first and remove the perpetrators ourselves by healing them. It's our burden. So here's a quote about this from Creator. Those who are religious have the clearest focus of the divine mission. All who promote enlightenment, ascension, and a transition of humanity into higher realms are missing the point. They are being misguided into wanting the picnic without buying the produce, without tilling the fields, planting the seeds, fostering and nurturing the growth of ideas, and fully understanding what brought the food to the table and knowing this was necessary for the banquet to happen. So I think that's a a nice metaphorical description of the happy talk people. Most channelers fall in that category. They're talking to imposters, giving them a nice line, some spiritual truths and simple spiritual principles, and promising this wonderful future that we don't have to do anything in order to see coming. It'll just happen. We're going to be raised up and everything will be glorious. And you know, I, what that does is disempower everyone. I've, I've never seen it that way. To me, any possibility of ascension is a form of graduation. But in order to graduate, you have to fulfill the course requirements. You know, you have to do the work. You have to pass the tests. Yes. There's, a, there's, yes. A whole, there's you know, a whole curriculum that you have to master in order to graduate so this whole idea that we just have to sit back you know on our couch and throw our legs up on the on the ottoman and uh wait for this grand ascension to take us up without us having to lift a finger that's just fancy (laughs) yes yes unfortunately and and it's easy to be sucked in because everyone wants things better. You know, it's who we are. So it's playing to the choir. You see, we're we're the spiritually based beings here. The extraterrestrials are not. They are devoid of spiritual inclinations entirely. They are actually loveless. They don't understand love because they do not feel love any longer. They lost it thousands of years ago in their decline. And this leaves us in the hands of essentially a group of psychopaths. And so we need to help heal them so that they change their plans. And that's basically the obstacle and the challenge and opportunity for humanity to show its true colors. And if we pass that test, then we will move on to this glorious view of the future. But we can't talk about the one without the other because the two go together, unfortunately. We have work to do. 
Yes, we so have a lot of work to do. <laughs> we're not asking people to join an army. We're we're asking people to realign with the Almighty. However you view it or think of it, whatever brand you want to put on it is your business. But co- partner with Creator of all that is, with Allah, with God, whatever term you like to use. And you can go to the other pantheon of, of ascended masters and spiritual leaders, Jesus, Muhammad, whomever you resonate with. But partner, do prayer work and do healing. And we can help teach you how to do that and invoke the divine realm with very high level divine healing. That's our mission. I think, the litmus, test, I think the litmus test when people do an outreach is, is it love-based? You know, yeah. and love-based means is the outcome going to benefit everybody involved, both the perpetrators and the victims? Is well, everybody uplifted? Yes. Well, this is also a little slippery slope, too, because you do have to be careful. And what Creator points out is those who promote only love to the exclusion of reason and practical awareness of difficulties are similarly being corrupted. Agreed. And and that's the deceptiveness and the cleverness of that strategy. All you need is love. All you need is love. Just love, 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 love thy neighbor, love thyself, and 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 everything will just transform automatically. And it doesn't quite work that way. There's a little elbow grease that has to come into play. I think the caveat was focusing on love for the perpetrator. That's where people fall down is, you know, forgiving the person that's harmed them, you know, forgiving the monsters in our society, you know, that people really struggle with that. So when we say that, you know, love is a litmus test, it means love across the board. You've really got to heal and and do an outreach to the divine for their betterment and upliftment for the for perpetrators. Yes. Well, it, it, but it is logical. It makes sense. If you want to get rid of a bully, if you heal that bully, He'll leave you alone. If you don't heal that bully, nothing else likely will. So you're going to be a victim over and over and over and over again until you do something to help the one who's most in trouble. And that is the perpetrator. The divine realm can do it. You don't have to personally, but you can invoke help from the divine realm. They're waiting for you to do that. It has to come from our desire at our request. And that's really the purpose of our whole mission is to inform people that you have that credential hanging around your neck, you know, that that you can go to the divine and ask for assistance, not only with your own life, but to help heal those who are causing trouble for yourself and others. Um, and and then we're going to focus more on that, of course, in the next uh, segment, as well as well as future episodes of Get Wisdom uh, coming up on yet another break, Carl. Um so be sure to check out GetWisdom.com. You can get our free eBooks on prayer at the GetWisdom.com slash prayer. Uh, GetWisdom.com slash LHP to get, learn about our Lightwear Healing Protocol, which is all about the healing that we're talking about today. And we'll be right back after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. 
At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to our last segment. We've been talking about the grand human destiny and what we need to do to reach Creator's goal for us. Now, let's take a closer look at what this will be like if we make it a reality. And Carl, you asked Creator, can you describe for us what our lives will be like if we ascend successfully to the fifth dimension or beyond and its meaning for our soul journey? All right, and this is how Creator answers this question. And I think this will be quite an interesting revelation for for folks and continues from what we were saying earlier. So here are Creator's words. The journey of your soul has been a vast series of many, many chapters. For many of you, your soul was in existence prior to the creation of the current universe you inhabit. That is your tenure and your seasoning. These are the so-called old souls who have been in existence before appearing in your realm and physical form. Many newer souls have been created as well as a follow-up and a strengthening and enhancement of the human community. This was based on the initial successes in seeing that the overall design was workable and making progress and moving nicely along the planned path for them. We envision a grand expansion of the possibilities within the universe to be led by the divine human as highly experienced and seasoned warriors for the light, taking on adversity of all kinds, experiencing challenges of all kinds, learning to navigate in very difficult environments where you were present in a hostile world in a fragile physical form, quite sensitive to pain and vulnerable without basic support from water and in nutrition. This is the most challenging of existences and is not true of the light beings who are supported through creator's consciousness in a higher vibrational state. This is where you are from and where you are to return, but in a special way to graduate into a higher dimensional platform that will give you a new habitat in which to flourish. It is envisioned that you will create many new possibilities 
many new versions of worlds you have seen and inhabited over the eons. It will be the best of the best, emerging in reality as a product of your thoughts and desires, fulfilling the yearnings and the unique aspects of your individual souls, each participant contributing something unique of themselves, and thereby creating a variation in what takes place that will serve many others and be quite fulfilling and enjoyable, as well as being productive in allowing a further growth and expansion through learning and sharing of energies. The fifth dimension arena will be one in which your creative capabilities will shine, as they will be unhindered by the density of the earth plane and you will be freed from oppression to reduce your capabilities. You are not able to see or understand all this implies from your current perspective. This is to be expected because it is truly a quantum leap, leaving behind all you're currently used to and the way things operate. The laws of physics you deal with in earth plane will no longer be limitations, but will be springboards to catapult you to new heights as you manipulate them directly with your own consciousness and repurpose the energies in the environment for creative endeavors of all kinds. This will be quite a joyous and loving habitat where all are experiencing unity of consciousness and intention as a basic foundation. All will be in harmony and in tune with one another with regard to the overall goals and the planning for further expansion. There will be a sharing and the division of labor, so to speak. So duties fall to all equally. But then the greatest latitude is still enjoyed to pursue each individual's own interests and passions. This will give rise to countless collaborations, bringing into fruition new concepts, new demonstrations of possibility never existing before all of which adds something new to the whole and will be valued and will have a positive impact on things. This new realm will be highly dynamic. It will be driven and supported by love energy. So the energy flowing through you will at once be uplifting and give a magnificent impulsing of joy supporting everything you do. All of this is absent and unavailable to you in earth plane but will be routine and will be at a level of joyousness unimaginable to you in your current form. We do want this to be tantalizing because we can assure you it was never creator's plan for you to be mired in conflict, doubt, lack of abundance, and misery, victimized at every turn, if not by nature, then by fellow humans who see you as different in some way because of your birth or perceived status in society. And then this is used to keep you sidelined and diminished. Not only will such things not exist in the new realm you will inhabit, it will be the opposite, where each person is cherished for who they are and what they do. All will be understood and appreciated and welcomed. All will have a voice. All will have an influence. All will be met with respect, understanding, and loving encouragement. 
This is how things are supposed to be. This was how the human colony started out in the very beginning, but fell into hard times and subjugation to cheapen and lower expectations. And by disconnecting you from the divine, left you without an anchor. And this has been a struggle ever since. The new era that is dawning corrects all of these liabilities and defects. So if humans truly wish to prevail and reach their destiny, they do need to take action by requesting creator's help to raise them up and to heal the perpetrators undermining things and holding them back. That is a necessary step for the grand shift in consciousness to move things forward finally to the great heights envisioned in creator's plan for the divine human. Amazing. You know, this thing about ascension and what I get out of this is that the fifth dimension is going to be improved because we are going to be co-creators and making it an improved environment. It's not a passive activity to just kind of be brought into this wonderful heaven. It's going to be a heaven because we're going to help make it that way. You know, we are going to be intimately involved. Well, and all of the adversity we have been subjected to has been a training ground. It has been a learning opportunity to have a perfect understanding of what not to do and to see the signs coming when things get too far out of alignment and discord mounts. And then we'll be able, because we have the wisdom, to go in and rebalance things, restore order, assist those who may be misguided for a time to find their way back to their true path. That is what can keep things in this harmonious mode. All it takes is an absence of evil for the divine idea and the power of love to flourish. We have pockets of that on our planet, but they're only small isolated areas at the present time. And there are relative freedoms enjoyed by differing societies and different environments, some of which are quite lush and friendly and welcoming and others quite challenging and difficult. In the, the world of the future, in this expanded state, it is going to be utopian in that sense that we'll be on such a high level with our thinking, we will simply never choose to do wrong. And this is hard for us to believe, but I've heard this again and again, that the light beings would never think of harming another. For one thing, they understand that karma will see to it that they get a taste of their own medicine. Right. And that's a beautifully designed system that will continue. But we're learning the lessons now of what it likes to be subjugated to be diminished, to be punished, to be limited and mired in inner doubt and fear and conflict and and to struggle with an infirm body that can so easily fall into decline and, and bring huge suffering. And the struggles of relating to others who are also troubled is, is a huge challenge. And all of it is informing us for this grand future. We're going to be experts in negativity. 
And that is a beautiful springboard and foundation for great wisdom and being a steward of a new world. You know, if you ask a lot of people, what is the opposite of evil? You know, you'll get all kinds of answers. Most of them will center probably around the word good. I think the opposite of the concept of evil is wisdom. That wisdom is the opposite of evil. That wisdom is a knowing of what works and what doesn't and what is good for everybody, including the self. And that's not something that's easily acquired. That, that comes through long, intensive training, which is what we're engaged in here. Yes. Well, there is an order to things. There's an order to the universe. When you have disorder like we do in our world, it's showing that this is so. <laughs> because yeah. the, the, the lack is apparent in its consequences. You know, it's, it's real. It's in our face. It's an and object lesson, an object being hard. <laughs> absolutely. So we need to learn the lesson thoroughly by each and every person, ultimately. And we need to bring along the ones who are still asleep and, and not able to see these truths and to take action because they're being too greatly suppressed there are many in that category there are very few who are awake still so this is a challenge for everyone hearing these words to know what you can do is to use your own remaining power to reach out to the divine that is the answer the divine partnership get the Almighty involved on your behalf at your request along with others like us. We can do this. We can make this happen. And if you come to our website, we can teach you how to do our Lightworker Healing Protocol, which is a beautiful way to invoke divine assistance and to work on the perpetrators as well as helping your loved ones, other people you might care about, even people you hear about in the news who've been harmed. You can do healing work for them, and it's ethical, it is divine, and it raises you up as well. And when we say reach out to creator and partnership with creator, we're not just throwing it out there as something that is nebulous and that you can just kind of decide on your own what that means. No, we have protocols. We have very detailed, intensive ways to engage in these activities that are very powerful. Yes, and and it's not hard to do either. It's really following a step-by-step checklist. We even have an audio prompt that lists all of the requests out loud, and all you do is follow along and set the intention for that to be so as you proceed through this. And there's nothing you have to memorize. There's nothing you have to know other than what these are intended to do. So you, you have to read about it and learn why these requests are there. But that can be done by most people. And this, get wisdom. I'm sorry, Carl. Uh, we're we're yep. right near the end of the show here. Uh, go ahead. One last thought. Well, just that I encourage people to take this seriously. This is the missing piece in healthcare, well-being, abundance, and restoring people from emotional difficulties. It's healing needs. And this will do preventive care. And that makes it unique right there. And it deals with the karmic insults and hurts and the legacy of all this disarray we've lived in through the centuries and lifetime after lifetime. There's no other way to heal these things. You can't do it with a pill. You can't do it with a surgical intervention. It's requiring divine help to set things right energetically. And that is possible. The divine can do this if you request it. 
Very good. Carl, we're out of time. Uh, Everybody, please join us again next week for more Wisdom from the Source. Thanks for listening to the show. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 